Few memories have remained more vividly etched in my heart than those wonderful Sunday evening dinners spent at Dr. Gaunt's Baltimore home, where I sat in awe as Dos Passos, in his inimitable gentle style, spoke quietly of the foundations of American democracy and of Alexis de Tocqueville and Thomas Jefferson. Dos Passos brought those giants to life in a way that made me feel they were right there in the room sharing dinner with us. My perspective on the socio-political and cultural context of human loneliness owes much to the inspiration I derived from this gentle literary figure and humble soul. Dr. Stuart Wolfe's pioneering work on life stress and essential hypertension at Cornell Medical School, as well as his remarkable studies of social cohesiveness and heart disease in the Pocono mountain town of Rosetto, Pennsylvania, similarly left a deep and lasting impression on me. Time and again in the intervening years, when I have been lulled into believing that I had stumbled across a new research discovery or formulated a novel or important clinical insight, I have reread Dr. Wolfe's research writings, only to discover that his footprints were there decades earlier. His friendship and teaching have inspired my work for the past three decades. Paul Roche, M.D., President of the American Institute of Stress in New York, and former student of Hans Selye, has been my collaborator and intellectual mentor for the past 25 years. His clinical wisdom, his intimate knowledge of the links between stress and disease, his yeshiva bukar, scholarly temperament, his love for people, and most importantly, his friendship have deeply enriched my life. I could never repay him for his generosity. Three physicians at the University of Maryland Medical School played a vital role in all of my research endeavors. Eugene B. Brody, M.D., and Russell R. Monroe, M.D., both of whom were chairman of psychiatry, supported all my research endeavors in every way possible for nearly two decades. Herbert S. Gross, M.D., the medical director of the psychophysiological clinics, brought to our collaborative research and clinical endeavors an in-depth analytic perspective that has been a constant beam of light for the past three decades. Dozens of research colleagues at the Johns Hopkins Medical School, the University of Pennsylvania Medical School, and the University of Maryland Medical School also participated in numerous research studies linking companionship and human dialogue to cardiovascular health. While each of these colleagues contributed in his or her own unique way, Aaron H. Katcher, M.D., at the University of Pennsylvania has been, for me, the living embodiment of friend, as Aristotle defined it one soul abiding in two bodies. He helped form and shape virtually every core concept in this book, and our collective research efforts for the past 30 years have been a source of great personal satisfaction. His endearing friendship has been one of the sustaining forces of my life. Three other very dear friends deserve special thanks. Deal Snyder, M.D., Medical Director of the Philhaven Hospital in Mount Gretna, Pennsylvania, Kenneth Gimbel, M.D., a cardiologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and Arnie Katz, a clinical psychologist in Seattle, Washington, have all provided invaluable support, wisdom, and love for the past three decades. They have been my teachers as well as a source of unwavering support and comfort when it really counted. With a great deal of wit, Ken Gimbel also generously devoted a great deal of time trying to spare the readers of this book as much redundancy, ambiguity, and digression as my temperament would permit. It has also been my very good fortune to work with the Mid-Atlantic Cardiovascular Group of Maryland 
and in particular with Jeffrey Kortner, M.D., Medical Director of LifeBridge Health, formerly known as Sinai Wellbridge Cardiovascular Rehabilitation Center in Pikesville, Maryland. For over a decade, he has provided the wisdom, support, and friendship crucial to the development of our research and clinical endeavors. We have to find better ways to help heart patients cope in the real world and in a real way, has been his untiring quest. To him and his marvelous rehab staff, I owe a special debt of gratitude. Francis Craig, Ph.D., a health psychologist at the State University of Pennsylvania at Mansfield, prepared the graphics for this book. While his tables and charts add considerably to an understanding of loneliness and its medical consequences, his knowledge of health psychology, as well as his editorial suggestions and research perspective, helped make the writing of this book an absolute joy. I will always count it a privilege to have worked with Martin Kessler, my editor at Basic Books in New York, and the publisher of The Broken Heart and The Language of the Heart. In his